perfect. Hi, everybody. It's Dawn coming to you with another episode of Out of the Spiritual Closet with Dawn and the Angels in Spirit. And as you can tell, if you could see my background, I am still at Potapalooza and we are blind dating and making friends and connections. And I have been blessed with Glenda Lane coming to our podcast. So we're going to talk to Glenda a little bit, find out about who she is, what she does, and some of her messages to share with our audience. And anyone that's been listening to the podcast knows that it's all about being your most authentic self and living your true dream life. Um, and these people that we're interviewing and speaking with, they typically have gone down the dark holes themselves. And so, like me, like, like Glenda here, I see her nodding on that one. Um, and so we've learned a couple things and we don't want others to struggle like we have. And so that's what we're here to talk about, how we can help you to live your best life with some of the things that we've learned and struggled through. So don't struggle. So without further ado, my wonderful guest host, guest co-host here today is Glenda Lane. And she is a physical therapist, a soul guide, and an energetics coach. And she's got a world of skills to tell us about. And today we're going to focus a little bit on bringing the two together. But before we do that, I will turn the microphone over to Glenda and just let her say hello and any opening comments that you'd like to make. So welcome. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me, Dawn. It's just a pleasure to be here and, and be with all the listeners and have this opportunity to, to connect and share. Yes, yes. We're, we're having fun today at yeah. a fast pace. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so um, Glenda, just tell us a little bit about yourself, because um, I'm sure, like many of us, you didn't start out as a soul guide or energetics coach. So no. can you talk a little <laughs> no. bit about who you are and how you got to be this new empowered version of yourself? Yes, thank you. Yeah, I uh, did not start out very much. So I was not someone who, um, you know, saw spirits as a child, was even in connection. I didn't have a spiritual or religious upbringing. I'm not aware of sort of any of my superpowers at that time. Um, I, I was very much a serial achiever um straight a student uh you know pushing and striving and putting so much pressure on myself to excel mm -hmm. um which i now know was trying to prove my worth um <laughs> because i didn't feel like i was enough and um and that led to a whole bevy of of uh experiences for me specifically with my body um, so I did, I did do my training in physical therapy at university. And it's interesting, that's where most of my, uh, I guess, signs started to show up in my body. So I was diagnosed with um, hormone imbalance. I had to have knee surgery. I had mono. Um, I injured a disc in my lower back. I then the whole had slew of it, right? right? Yeah. yeah. And then I had um, digestive issues, um, chronic neck and back pain. And then later in my 30s, I had um, the first of six melanomas now that I've had. And uh, I've had three miscarriages. I've had burnout. So my body was speaking to me and I wasn't aware. It was totally oblivious, totally 
not in tune. Um, I was very disconnected from my body. I was like a head walking around on a stick. Like I was just all about uh, logic and mentalizing everything and got to get it right. And the pressure on myself. <laughs> like Absolutely. All, right. And as you're talking, um, that's the one thing that I just want to keep reinforcing today and through these podcasts is the body speaks to you, to us. Totally. I am a cancer survivor. I am an I was an overachiever, type Mm -hmm. A, straight A student, but really a B student that just stayed up all night studying to be an A, (laughs) you know, that kind of thing. And so I relate to everything she's saying. I suppressed it all and my body kept signaling too. And I ended up with cancer. And um, obviously, because I didn't listen to my body. So I don't, cancer and, uh, you know, you've experienced that and other chronic health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, my first cancer I received was a low grade. So you just live with it like a mono, mm-hmm. right. um, something of that. So I also understand the living with illness part. And that was the first time our bodies are talking to us. Oh, you still don't want to listen. We're going to give you yeah. more and more. So yeah. what was the defining point for you where you said, this is crazy. I've got this knowledge in my head. I know about the body. I'm a physical therapist, but yet my body is quitting. On right. Me, right. So <laughs> when did that, that connection happen? And what was, the, what was it for you? Honestly, um, the big catalyst that really shifted things for me, um, when I was about 33 years old, my mom was diagnosed with, um, terminal pancreatic cancer I'm Sorry. and she, so thank you. And she, she passed, uh, within three months of that diagnosis. And that was really, a big turning point for me. That was like a big bomb had gone off in my life. Um, she was my best friend. And it was just the first time that I had ever experienced grief of, you know, grief, and is, a, grief is a huge one. Um, huge grief, guilt, and shame to me. Yes. The big three. And, yes. you know, for me, I had a similar, um, not, not even close to the same, but my son's father passed away and mm. we had been divorced for 30 years, but yeah. yet the grief really yeah. was huge. So yeah, yeah, please go on. I'm sorry. I just, I love yeah. the, um, you know, when I can point out the similarities cause it's not mm-hmm. unique. We all, no. for anyone that's ended up with a chronic illness, with an illness, with a life that's out of line, a lot yeah. of these things will resonate for you. Yeah. And it, and I, you know, I like to say, I mean, we talk about how grief can break your heart. And for me, it broke my heart open. So it's beautiful. It, yeah, right. right. It, it, it does. Just, yeah. And it really set me on um, this path of, and I think my mom had so much to do with this. I think she was <laughs> orchestrating it all. Oh, you know? I got goosebumps on that one. <laughs> right. She's like, because, I couldn't get you to listen when I was there, but now right? I'm going to Well, it's so funny ideas. because she was, even as a kid, she would constantly try to, she's like, oh, just stay home from school today. Just hang out with me in the backyard. It's a beautiful day, right? And I'm like, oh, no, I have a test. I have to be, at, you know, like just, so she was always, you know, in that mode of play and like just she could see how much pressure I was putting on myself. And so anyway, um, I had gone home to look after my mom. And when I, when I came back to, uh, I live in Edmonton, Alberta in Canada. And when I came back, it's, well, it seems random. It's never random, but I had opened this magazine and there was a workshop, a half day workshop on how to move, how to bend spoons with energy. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, quantum. That sounds really cool. But this was so out of the norm for me. I mean, up until this mm-hmm. point, very science minded, tunnel vision, show me the proof, black and white, like, was not open to this at all. But for some reason, this piqued my interest. I went to it. It was being taught by um, an intuitive psychic. And long story short, I ended up training with her for two years. I learned how to um, connect. And I know that the reason I wanted to do that was because I wanted to still feel in connection with my mom. I mean, I knew that was the reason, but it was a very personal thing. I never thought I'd be doing this work now, <laughs> like right. never. And, and I think that's a theme that you hear from a lot of healers, yeah. that um, energy workers and things like that. We have all struggled. And a lot yeah. of times this is just a survival thing. Um, yeah. I was the same way. I, I played with the angels. I have been exposed to religion and spirituality. Mm my whole life. However, I would, I'm a Akashic Records master healer now. I only did that for me. I yeah. was never going to share it. I wanted to heal me and those relationships, right? Because yeah. I didn't have anywhere to put that grief and that guilt. And um, those I, are think hot- it, I honestly think it's good that it starts with us, right? Because I think, you know, even when I was learning, so this also led to me taking energy schools, mystery schools, right. magic school, learning how to go direct with consciousness. I've done a ton of different year-long programs. And even in the energy school, you know, the first six months of it was about you and it was for you before you ever did any sort of readings on anybody. Right? And, you know, that's, and I don't mean to keep interrupting. I'm just having no, so much fun good. with you. Um, but that is one of the things, if you're getting energy work from somebody, you want a evolved whole yeah. healer because they can only take you. And that's not to say that they're bad, but if they haven't worked through their own shadows, through their own wounds, their hurts, their disappointments in life, mm-hmm. then what they're sharing with you is still a distorted message. It is. Yeah. Very much the filters. Like how dirty is the filter is kind of how Ooh, I like That's to nice. Say, right? I like that one. How yeah. dirty or clean is the filter based on the work that you've done uh, on yourself. And so. You got to constantly um, clean that filter, <laughs> I find out. <laughs> yeah. So this, that really just, like I said, from the, from the energy workshop to then leading me down, down this path. And, and what I, have come to know through all of this and and you know my mom passed away 20 years ago so i've been on this journey for an, a number of years now is to really see that you know the the body is just the messenger of your soul and that your body is truly your best friend and i went from thinking like not happy with my body believing my body was letting me down you know not wanting to be obviously in my body i was always up in my head but um to really seeing like wow my body's giving me constant feedback as to whether I'm in alignment or not, you know, and it really is about learning to speak the language of the body, which is energy, mm-hmm. and really tuning into energy such as emotion, such as physical sensation, um, and your intuition, of course, right. So for me, um, it really has been a journey out of my head and into my body and, and accessing all the all the gifts that are there, such as um, the heart opening that I've had. I mean, I, I think of how much my heart has, has opened and I, 
you know, we were talking about what do we call ourselves? Well, one of the, one of the names that I call myself, I know I'm a love activator. I just, I know that I now speak like light language. I know that that absolutely um, activates love codes in people as well as myself, because I feel, you know, what I feel. I just want to jump in Um, light language. I love light language. It is the, um, it's a whole bodies, whole paragraphs of information in sounds because vibration is what our bodies feel. The energy Mm -hmm. is what our bodies feel. And there are not any real known words to translate it into. And I ask everybody if either one of us breaks out into light language don't judge, just feel. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. It's very odd to hear it at first and is it well um, seasoned as I was too over, you know, my whole lifetime of being around this stuff. I still cringed a little bit at light language, but oh, yeah. light language was talking in tongues or something you shouldn't do from my religious background. Sure. But as I released some of those wounds and those limiting beliefs, I started to understand it was liberating. It's so beautiful and juicy. And your soul knows those things your your mind can't accept. How about that? (laughs) That's right. Yeah. And it really is, to me, it really is a felt experience and meant to bypass the mind. I think the minute you try to go into trying to figure it out or judging it, then you're literally taking yourself out of the experience and not receiving you know, to the degree that you could. And so for me, it literally feels like a love bomb goes off inside of me. I mean, I just, you know, um, and it was from the very beginning, even though the first time it came through, I was sitting, I was (laughs) sitting in a healing circle, the whole bunch of people I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And this came through and I was like, you know, my dialogue in the back, what is this? Like, what is going on? Right, right. (laughs) But I, but I just knew that it was like, you don't need to know what it is. You don't just like it's a felt thing and it's serving, which is why it's coming through. And I was very, I was so in my heart at the time that it happened. I was just, and I was feeling like my filter was feeling pretty clear. Um, So yeah, it's just something that um, I've come to know. And so from being this person who was so hard on herself, so like put so much pressure on myself, drove myself to succeed, beat myself up when I didn't, um, to go from that to now being, um, you know, a love activator is, is like night and day. Beautiful. And I would cho- I would choose where I'm at now over anything. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love the whole, you know, coming into the body. Yeah. And, and so one of the messages that I've been hearing with the other people I talked and, and with you and myself, too, is finding ways to um, or understanding that we have to go internal get out of our heads stop looking to society and outward yes you still have to follow the rules of society and be a good person and and, you know follow the rule the laws per se to a certain extent um but other than that you know stop the judgment and stop looking externally go internally and that's what it sounds like you did you went from your head to your heart head to my heart and to my intuition and um and really partnering so it's not like we we say goodbye to the mind our mind is a big beautiful thing it's now this part and you know for me um you know one of one of the talks that i give is uh, pleasure over pressure well pressure happens up in your head pleasure happens in your body 
And so when we're in this pressure-filled way of living up in our heads, there's not a lot of joy. There's usually fear. Fear is what is is motivating that. Um, and it's just not a lot of not a lot of pleasure. You know, it's not um, uh, being putting that much pressure and driving myself in the way that I did um, was not enjoyable. Right, <laughs> so, right. so really, you know, when we think of what is pleasurable, it's it's well, the five senses of the body first of all. You know, it's like we, we, what we see, we can see a beautiful sunset. We can hear beautiful music. You know, we can feel um, the touch of beautiful fabric, you know, something really soft. We can taste amazing food. We can smell, right? Beautiful essential oils. I mean, all those things are through our senses. And when we're up in our heads, the way that I was, I wasn't even present in the present moment. So I was not even present to what I'm seeing, feeling, you know, tasting, hearing all those things. And so it really coming into the body also, what it does is it brings you into the present moment. I love that. It brings you to being present in your body and present to your presence, present to your divinity. So to me, that is the definition of presence is all those three things together. It's not just being about in the moment. It's not just being in your body. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just being present to your divinity. It's everything because we are whole beings. And so to me, whole being living, you you can't separate anything out. Everything is interconnected. And so it is about embracing our bodies and journeying, um, journeying from our heads into our bodies, from thinking to feeling. And then let's, you know, have those two things come together. Well, yeah. And even when you're talking about it, you know, it's very um, evident to me, having been through all the bad sides of it, is that when we don't bring all three things together, that's when we have physical disease, mental illness, mental unrest, um, you know, and all those things. But you really need mind, body, and soul together, right? They're all important. Each of them has a job. But as Glenda said, we just want to clean the filter, right? Clean all those filters so that they can work together like the well-oiled machine. Our bodies are designed to be well-oiled machines and you just have to give it the right juice. <laughs> so That's I right. love that. And then the yeah. other thing you said uh, is so near and dear to my heart too, is the being present. Mm-hmm. Um, because That's I, where the magic is. <laughs> exactly. You are the present in the present. Um, when we're in the past, that's already happened. We can't change that. Those are old emotions, energies, and stories in the future. Hasn't happened yet. That's anticipation and a bunch of other things, but or worry, worry for a lot of people, (laughs) right? right. Not always good. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. But when you stop and you center and you're present, like Glenda said, listen to the sounds, smelling, hearing, or seeing all of the senses together. It, it is a glorious thing to be alive it is. and to have all those senses, right? So it is, them. it's a huge gift. Absolutely. It is a huge gift. So now yeah. you do work with clients and yeah. um, you do a lot of energy work with your clients. You want to talk yes. a little bit about what you do with, for your clients, with your clients? Yeah. So with my, um, with my soul guidance clients, I really do use the body as the entry point into 
clearing, cleaning the filter, so to speak. So, you know, as an example, for me, the whole reason that I was putting so much pressure on myself to achieve was because of this belief that I wasn't enough. And that, um, that kind of striving, pushing, it was a protective pattern. It was how I thought I needed to be in order to stay safe and loved. And so really it's about using the body as the entry point. Emotions are an entry point into deeper truths that are waiting for us to discover about ourselves instead of the lies we've been believing. So is physical sensation and pain in the body. And so I use that, um, uh, first of all, to locate where it is, to then be and feel fully. We're not taught how to do that. In fact, we're dissuaded from feeling our feelings, right? But they, but they're the catalyst. They're the thing. You know, they're the doorway we get to walk through by feeling them to get to the love and the freedom and the truth on the other side. So I do a lot of teaching of how to do that. And when you allow yourself to fully feel, those emotions will run through you in a couple of minutes. It's amazing. Oh yeah, it and doesn't so, have to be right? a long, arduous, arduous no. process. No, it, it, it isn't. Feeling can and happen instantaneously. Absolutely. And then. So that's one thing is getting in touch with our bodies and feeling and allowing, I mean, emotions want to move their energies in motion, but by suppressing them, we stagnate them. So by letting them move and then coming to this place of curiosity of, okay, what has me feeling this way? What am I believing? Um, is this also linked? It could be linked to an unresolved hurt from the past. So it could be linked to that too. I really guide people depend, you know, I'm just guided as to where yep. to go. Yep. Um, and then to really get to that belief about ourselves that we're believing that just isn't true, either about ourselves or about life itself, and really showing that that's not the truth. And here's what the actual truth is. And so this is paradigm shifting. This is now you see life differently. You see life through a different lens from this new belief. And then from there, you get to do whatever presents instead of being up in your head and believing all these things about you. So as an example, if you feel you're not enough, that's going to have you feel a certain way, which is then going to have you take certain actions. But if you know you're worthy beyond measure the day you were born and you know, you don't have to earn it or prove it. How do you feel when you feel that when you know that about yourself and how, what do you then do? So it shifts, it shifts uh, everything. And of course I bring uh, any light language activations that want to come through to assist the process. I think of light language as an amplifier of whatever energies are moving in that moment. Um, and then it's about embodiment. It's like, okay, how do we live this? How do we live from this new perspective? And, um, so that's just one of the things, <laughs> one no, of the many we, things I do, right? but, it's, it's and I call that, um, yeah. And that's an, I call that emotional alchemy. And so it really is, um, discovering just more love and expansion on the other side of these really, um, uncomfortable emotions and sensations in our body. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So if anyone wants to get a hold of you, um, we will have the links for to get in touch with Glenda down below in the podcast. And um, what else? Uh, yeah, I have a free gift for everybody. That, if there they, we if go. They yeah, would I, like. like, I know there's something else. My brain's going a little dark. So um, yeah. tell us about your free gift if they would like. Yeah, so my free free gift is called Seven Steps to Freedom from Pressure. 
And these are all things that I've implemented in my life that have just made the world of difference. And so this, um, you know, this would be for people who are typically high achieving women for the most part, but, you know, but, but put pressure on yourself, period. Um, and so that is something that you can, that you can have and get started with. And uh, yeah, really, well, really pleased to be able to offer that. So that yeah. the links, yeah, we'll have the links for that and and how to, um, get in touch with me and I'd be happy, happy to chat with you. So yeah, that sounds wonderful. So if you're interested in learning more about Glenda or getting in touch with her or taking advantage of this free gift, I would 100%. <laughs> I will be. That's why I do this podcast. I get, I get to learn all this more, even more stuff. Um, it'll all be in there. And um, yeah, so I thank you so much. I could talk to you for about three hours. Thank um, you. But I we are on a it. schedule today. So yes. I am going to end our session. And thank you so much for your time and energy. And if you're looking forward to working with Glenda, reach out to her. Thank you, everybody. Thanks. Bye, everyone. Bye.